to another Driving Thoughts podcast. I'm Robert. And I'm Hannah. And today we're talking about... <laughs> what are we talking Just, about? That's my cue. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> um, the other weekend I had a headache for like two days in a row. Yeah. And it's funny because I don't get a lot of headaches. I don't suffer from migraines or anything like that. But occasionally when I don't get my caffeine... I get a caffeine headache. Oh, yeah. And so, I quit caffeine, like, for a good year. Yes. And that was, like, I remember the, the very beginning of it, I would I would have chocolate around me uh, at all times. Oh, gosh. Because there's just enough caffeine and chocolate that it can cut one of those headaches away. Oh. And, yeah. Oh. All right, continue. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. <laughs> well, so... I um, have to moderate my caffeine intake because I love, you hear that? Love, love Mountain Dew. Yes, she does. It's like Possibly. Robert the dog. Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty intense. Like, um, I've, I've only seen this connection to Mountain Dew when I was working at the IT help desk <laughs> in college. But it's funny because I feel like people who like Mountain Dew are like that. Kind of like the way people who like wiener dogs have two wiener dogs. That would not be the comparison I would go with. <laughs> but okay. But like, you know, <laughs> it's just one of those things that when a person likes it, they are all in. Oh, yes. Yes. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway... So I love Mountain Dew. You love Mountain Dew. Yeah. You absolutely love Mountain Dew. So. Yeah. But the the thing that annoys me, okay, uh-huh. is that we live in a Coke area. We would like, like Coca-Cola uh, restaurant area. That did not come out right the first Well, I mean, there's plenty of crack around, but that's, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Like, <laughs> you know, like restaurants either contract with one or the other. Yes. Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. And even my places that used to contract with Pepsi have switched to Coke. Yeah. Recently. Like we can count on one hand the amount of restaurants around us that carry Pepsi. Yeah. Products. Maybe just one finger. Maybe just one finger. <laughs> but um, it was very frustrating to me. And that one is Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's not always what you want, man. Well, I guess KFC, but we never go to KFC. It, yeah, we don't. Yeah. Um, They're the same company. Yeah, so, you know, Arby's used to be one that I could count on to get Mountain Dew. Yeah. And they switched. Yeah. And so, like, I've been getting by on Dr. Pepper or Coke, which I'm fine with, but it's still, like, when that's not what you want, that's not what you want. Yeah. So I started buying uh, Mountain Dew at the grocery store. Not just Mountain Dew. 24 pack Mountain Dew. <laughs> the biggest package. The biggest package of Mountain Dew that you can, you can buy at a conventional grocery store. Right. I'm and sure if we went to Sam's, you would be able to get like a 64 pack or something. Bring on my palate. This will last me for two months. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I started doing that, keeping the Mountain Dew at home. And the problem with keeping soda in your house is that you will drink it all if you're not watching yourself. That is correct. And so I would have one or two every day and I try to cap it there. Yep. 
try to cap it at one with the occasional splurge. But then, you know what happens? The day that I'm like, I could, you know, just go with water or a different drink today. This is your caffeine day. I get oh. caffeine headache because I'm not drinking that. Yes. And so then it became a chore to drink it, and it was no longer fun. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about that psychology of behind the, I no longer want this Mountain Dew because I have to have it. I like this. <laughs> I like any time we talk about the psychology of anything, though, but so, I like this. When, so where are you going with this? When we started with our podcast, we opened up by talking about some um, either-or subjects, like um, um, Morning Bird or Night Owl. Yeah. From oh, uh, when I was... Lark or, Lark or Owl? Yeah, yeah. Lark or Owl. Um, from when I was reading the book by Gretchen Rubin. Do you remember the title? Uh, better than before. Yeah, better than before. And she had this whole list. Well, later in the book, she talks about um, moderator or abstainer. Moderator or abstainer. But it's not in that first list, so I forgot about it. Oh, okay. And with the headache, it made me think about it. And yeah. I was like, hey, we forgot to talk about that. So here okay. we are. <laughs> this is so, a long intro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fine. That's, it was only five minutes, so... <laughs> All right, so moderator or abstainer? Yes. So what, like, when I think moderator... Do you think of the person who's I, telling I you do. what's happening? I do. <laughs> oh, man, I think of a debate. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean moderator or abstainer? So an abstainer, if we start there, moderator might be easier. Okay. So abstainer is somebody who chooses to abstain, to just not participate in something. Okay. Um, right, so... You might abstain from caffeine. You yeah. might. Uh, so, like, you quit caffeine. You abstain from eating meat. Right. So, okay. you quit caffeine for a year or so. You were. Yeah, I quit caffeine for a year or so. And, and so, you were abstaining. Yeah. So, an abstainer is a person who chooses not to do something completely. Okay. And a moderator is a person who chooses to dole out small doses. Okay. Um, I feel like this so is they very... Call it moderation. I feel like this is very one half of the spectrum. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the... What do you call the all-in person? Like, Oh, oh that's, that's what the abstainer is. Okay, so that's the flip side of the abstainer. Oh, that is. Oh, okay. So the abstainer... Um, and then we'll get more... So this is more of the psychology, the mindset behind... Do you identify as an abstainer or a moderator? So it's all or nothing. Yeah. Okay. So um, abstainer is the type of person who, like, the more they eat of a food, like, the more chips you eat, the more you want. Oh, goodness, yeah. Like, yep. the more dessert that. you have, the more <laughs> dessert you want. That, is, that I do not relate to. Sugar is not my thing. So it, it's kind of like an across, the way she describes it is an across-the-board thing. Yeah. Like, if you, it's kind of, it's almost like, do you have an addictive personality? Yeah. So like as like everybody has something. Yeah. I mean, uh, an addictive personality is kind of like a, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a, not a misnomer, but it, it's not a thing. Like, no. You know, it, it is in the fact that um, you may have a predisposition for becoming addicted to certain substances just because of the brain chemistry of 
of your brain, the brain chemistry of your brain, <laughs> just because the, the chemical makeup of your brain. But, um, you know, like the personality trait is more of your thought processes behind it. So if we, if we talk about this in a cognitive behavioral uh, context, Let's get real science. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we can talk about this in a cognitive behavioral context, you have automatic thoughts and, and uh, beliefs that, that are occurring, you know, throughout your life and your reaction to certain events and certain stimuli. So when you have a certain stimuli, you have this automatic thought, probably an emotion tied to it, that, that triggers a behavior. And that behavior may be more indulgence in that thing, right? Um, but it's all it's all feeding from you know that that thought process behind it. So, anyways, a person who is an abstainer is a all in, yeah, as well. The flip side is all it's like all or nothing, right? So you have to think of this not just like food. Yeah. That's my easy like answer uh, example. There we go. Uh, Which all or nothing thinking is a maladaptive thinking pattern, but. But we're not talking about people being sick or maladaptive. Okay. We're talking about personality types that are both healthy. <laughs> so, so my immediately my immediate thought behind that is anything in extremes is not necessarily but healthy. It's not extreme. It's not extreme. It's like okay. when a, a person who goes dancing, yeah, and they love it, they want to do it more often. Yeah. So they buy all the stuff that they need and they keep dancing. The okay. more they dance, the, the more they like it. Okay. But if they take a break, they don't really want to go back. Like, they're, they're less motivated if they don't have it. Yeah. But if they have it, they're motivated to keep it and to keep indulging. Sounds like most people at the gym. <laughs> like, the more you work out, work, working out regularly every day, it's like, yeah, I feel good. This is my habit, blah, 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 blah. That first day you miss, you're like, oh, man, the joys of doing nothing. This is fantastic. I never want to go back. Yeah. So, okay, so that's the abstainer. <laughs> the moderator yeah. um, is like, you have some chips and then you're done. Yeah. And then maybe you'll have some tomorrow, but you don't automatically want more because you're having it. In fact, if you take a break from it, you enjoy it more the next time you have it. Yeah. Which I relate to more. Yeah, I don't. Because, like I was saying, when I was having Mountain Dew every day, I was enjoying it, but yeah. then I wanted a break. And because I couldn't take a break, I didn't like it. Like, it's, I still like Mountain Dew, but I was like, I'm tired of this. Uh, Which is funny because it doesn't really track because that's almost describing a natural tendency to interrupt habits. And, like, you are very habit-centric. <laughs> yeah. So a moderator is the type of person who can pace out what they have. Okay. Um, and an abstainer is the type of person who, if they, they have a harder time Acing stuff out. So in her book, Gretchen talked about she's an abstainer because she had to completely just, I, I don't know if she cut sugar or cut certain types of sugar. Uh, but 
she couldn't have just a little bit. Yeah. Because if she fought, if she had just a little bit, she could not, like, stop herself from buying the next one. Or, like, having it in her house or, like, pace herself. Yeah. And that, I mean, it triggers a craving. Yes. She craves it more yeah. the more she has it. Whereas if she doesn't have it at all, she stops craving it. Okay. She doesn't feel like she's missing out. I mean, that makes sense. And so it was interesting because I was like, I don't relate to that. And she was describing somebody else who she knew who was like, I enjoy this more if I don't have it every day or if I only have it once a week. And I was like, oh, that's me. That's been me my entire life because when I was a kid, we'd go visit my grandparents and we'd have Apple Jacks at their house. Right? And yeah. they lived far away. They lived in another state. So it was like rare that we went to see them. But I loved that like correlation. Like, we'll go to grandma's house. We have a good time. We get to eat Apple Jacks. Yeah. My yeah. mom tried to buy Apple Jacks at our house. And I was like, <laughs> no, that's, that's grandma's house. Like, yeah. we can't have that here. That's special. I've got to save it and make it special. It's fascinating. And um, I think most kids would have been like, we can do that at our house? Yes. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. I think, like, I, and I, I think with a, a lot of these things, you exist along the spectrum of, of the two, yeah. right? Uh, because there's definitely some things that I am like that with where if, like, I need to break up the, the habit of consuming it, you know, mm. And I'm really specifically thinking about food since we're talking about food. Mm-hmm. Cereal, cereal is definitely one of, the, one of those things. Like I will go through spurts of really being into frosted flakes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, frosted flakes is where it's at. But the next week, I may just like be completely off frosted flakes. I'm like, I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> I I know it's going to be there. It's going to be in the pantry. It's fine. Like it's fine if it's around. I'm not going to choose to eat it. I might go over to, you know, um, Captain Crunch. Yeah. And I'll eat Captain Crunch for, you know, a week. And then I don't necessarily go back to Frosted Flakes. I may go back, I may go to, uh, you know, like Honey Nut Cheerios or uh, Honey Bunches of Oats with almonds. Oh, man. That's, that was my cereal for a long time. Yeah. That's probably the, the longest that I've eaten one type of cereal, like just consecutively. <laughs> you know. But that goes back to your um, novelty lover. Yes, like, I think it, it, it's the interaction of the different personality things. Yes, yeah, which is probably why she didn't include it in the core list because it kind of encompasses a lot of these other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It interacts with the other stuff. When she was talking about it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely like uh, the type of person who's going to pace myself on stuff." Yeah. I enjoy it more if I have less, yeah. and I or I have it less often or periodically or whatever. And that helped me figure out to pace myself on my caffeine. So now I only allow myself to have Mountain Dew every other day. And that way I don't get a caffeine headache if I skip it. Yeah. Yeah. So you pace yourself every other day you have... Yeah, you have a caffeine day and you have a non-caffeine day, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. it, it was weird because I wouldn't have thought of that without listening to her book. Sure. You know, like, 
sometimes you just need somebody else to put a thing into words yeah. for you to understand what's going on. Um, because I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to just quit Mountain Dew, and I did not want to do that yeah. so that I wouldn't get caffeine headaches. And then I was like, light bulb, I can just pace myself. <laughs> so what you just said is why people should go to therapy. Sometimes <laughs> you need an outside perspective to have some perspective of your life. You know, have have a realization or an epiphany or, you know, whatnot of something that you may need to change or you yeah. need to be aware of yeah. within your life. Doesn't mean that you're sick. Doesn't mean that you're mentally ill. Nope. Some people just benefit from having somebody to talk to in those types of contexts. And a therapist can be very helpful. This has been a PSA from a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So recently, I was thinking about the moderator thing. Like, yeah. That I moderate my Mountain Dew and I'm consistent with it because it helps me to have a habit. Yeah. Um, but I was also realizing that there are some things that if I pace myself more, like, I would rather just be all in. Like, I'd rather be more like I am. So you'd rather be just all in and completely consume it? Like, yeah. every day? Yeah, like um, yoga. If I try to, like, do yoga every other day... Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's like working out. It's not a you, habit. You realize the joys of not having to do that task. Yeah. That task. Because in some some things are a task. Like, it, yeah. it has to be a habit. Where other things like just the thing that you are eating, you you have to eat every day. Right. But the thing that you are eating, like that, can change, and right. it doesn't have to be a habit. Yeah, and like pottery, I love pottery. Yeah, right. But if I don't do it for several days, it's a lot easier to be like, ah, I don't. It's fine. Yeah. If I go, then I'm gonna start something. I'm gonna have to go. Yeah. Because it's a it's a certain level, it's a third certain threshold of effort where it becomes work. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a level of commitment because of the process, like clay drying and timing and stuff. So, like, if I go and I work on a thing, I know I have to go consistently for the rest of until it's done. Yeah. And so, I was thinking about it more in that line too. Is like I don't know that I am strictly an abstainer or a moderator, more like a, the, depending on the task or the thing, uh, it, it benefits me to think about it yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. So what do you think I am? I think that you are more like an abstainer. In that in most you, circumstances. you enjoy stuff more the more you have it or the more you do it. And that if you you kind of lose that motivation or drive if you miss a day or miss a time. Yeah. But I also know that some of that comes from the need for novelty, the need for new. Yeah. Um, which makes me wonder if you are a familiarity lover, if you prefer to do the same thing over and over again, if you and you are more of an abstainer type person, like uh -huh. if you would just forever like eat the same burrito. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Um, oh, man, I don't even know where to go with this because all I can think about right now is food. <laughs> like, my stomach is growling and I am very hungry. Yeah. So all I can think about right now is food. So in the context of food, I get bored with the same thing mm -hmm. 
you know, so like, I, I am definitely not an abstainer. But sounds weird different. to say. But go ahead. Sounds weird to say, but I'm, I'm not an abstainer when it comes to food. Like, I am, I am closer to an abstainer than I am a moderator. Okay. But I think I'm like on the, I'm just on the abstainer end of the spectrum, but yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. far away from like the same thing every day, you know? Like, um, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, but I also have a, can have an unhealthy relationship with too, so. You have a tendency also to just be like, I am no longer going to have milk. I am no longer going to have I avocado. Do, I do cut things out real easy and, yeah. and like suddenly. And that's more of statery. Yeah. Can you think of an example like, uh, it's difficult because of scenery, like... I'm not an all-in person. I uh, I really am not. Um, mm. Like, I I get excited about things because I... But, but I... It brings in that starter mentality. Like, yeah. I'm a starter, not a finisher. Right, right. Opener. You know, opener, not a... Novelty lover. Right. And... Um, and you're more likely to buy the stuff for the thing. Yeah. And so it... So things tend to be more temporary in my life as far as, like, the things that I'm consuming or interested in or whatnot. Like, yeah. 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 You're you're a serial abstainer, but not on the the abstaining side, on the consuming side. Yes. (laughs) Like, here's a new thing. Consume. Yeah. (laughs) But you're, you're not... But even in our in our trek to, uh, like on my birthday when we go to when we went to um, Whataburger, like that, I've I've been craving Whataburger for a long time. I've been craving <laughs> nostalgic food for a long time, and uh-huh. it's like it's that nostalgia and um, newness and stuff. Like it's different than what we have at home. Yeah. So basically, you're saying like. A singer or a moderator is not really on your spectrum. Like, you're not really feeling I, that as yeah, a description of yourself. No, I, and, and I don't think of think of my choices in those contexts, too. Yeah. Because, kind of like how I was saying before, like, some of that is an unhealthy thinking pattern. It can be an unhealthy way of, of making decisions and, and choosing your behavior and, like, leads to problems. Right, right. You know? Yeah, she also talked about, like, for some people, it's easier to build a habit gradually. Yeah. Like, to kind of introduce it into their routine, uh, maybe once a week or every other day or something like that, and build up momentum. But for some people, or in some situations, but I think for some people, it might be easier just to cold turkey start. Yeah. Like, it's easier for them to... Just say, okay, I'm going to do this every day from now on, like yeah, in a workout practice, um, which is interesting concept because I have done the thing where I've tried to like gradually add more time on to my yoga routine, or like if I forget to do it for a while, try to reintroduce it a little bit more slowly, yeah, or like reading a book. Or reading the Bible, trying to like get into that daily habit, trying yeah. to like piece it in slowly. And it was interesting to hear her talk about it might be easier just to start. Yep, it's easier for me just to start. Yeah. 
And that, that's kind of that all or nothing mentality, yeah. but not in an unhealthy way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess I just don't think about, about it that way. And yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, really, her, she even in the book is like, it's just fun for me to think about things this way sometimes. So. Yeah. Well, as I said before, I'm really hungry. So <laughs> you want to go get some food? Sounds good. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Driving Thoughts with Robert and Hannah. Be sure to follow our podcast for more great content like this. And if you're looking for more content from us, you can find us on YouTube by searching for Rhino Dillo Designs or typing in the web address youtube.com forward slash Rhino Dillo Designs Art. That's spelled R-H-I-N-O-D-I-L-L-O Designs Art. If available, you can also find the link in the show notes. Catch you next time.